I'll start. This is episode 101. I'm sorry. What <laughs> your face? I I I tried to ignore, and, and then you she. I made eye contact with myself, and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" I like sucked my teeth in, so I had no teeth. And like put my eyebrows up as wide as possible and then made my eyes as big as possible and then smiled. <laughs> it was it was kind of scary. It was slightly terrifying because the light right now puts shadows right under my eyes. Okay, I'm sorry. I... <laughs> Let's start that again. What what's okay. happening? What episode uh, is it? Oh god, I got bags under my eyes. I'm gonna have to do some gel patches tonight. Okay. <sighs> Hello, friends. <laughs> Welcome to episode 101. And we've just given up. We hit 100 and we're like, you know what? We're not even trying anymore. I don't, even, <laughs> I don't even know where I am anymore. <laughs> oh, this is I'm Sorry What the Podcast. Uh, that's Christina. I'm Amanda because we don't let each other talk when we're introing. Thank you for <laughs> pointing at me on a non-visual platform. <laughs> That right there, that's Amanda. <laughs> that there on the screen that you can't see. That big blob right there is Christina. <laughs> oh, I got a story to tell you from today. I just remembered. So I just exploded on Amanda for like 45 minutes of my life. So it's her turn to talk now. <laughs> uh, so I was down in my office just like, packing things because I have to do vendor events tomorrow so I'm like okay making my little goodie bags whatever and then I hear a on the door and I was like what the fuck because Chris is at drill so he's not home like the weekend I'm like what the fuck <laughs> I don't know anybody around here I'm not so opening like, the door so good luck oh. knocking but I did. So I walked up to the door and I like looked out the window and there was a guy like standing off of the doorstep. So he wasn't like really close to the door. Mm -hmm. So I like cracked open the, I opened the door and then I cracked open the screen door and I was like, can I help you? <laughs> he goes, is Mark home? I was like, no, there's no Mark here. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, well, I grew up like two blocks away and he used to live here. And I thought maybe I could see him because I haven't seen him in a couple of years. Oh. So I was in town visiting my dad. So I just thought I'd see if he was here. And I was like, no. no. He's like, well, he has two little girls. Is it? He's like, I couldn't remember if it was this house or on that corner because it was from when he was younger. And I was like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know where there's a mark. I don't know where there's two little girls. I I don't know. I'm like, okay. Cool with this whole conversation. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, like slinking back into the house and closing the door as I'm talking. <laughs> and I'm just, and he's just like, sorry for harassing you. I'm like, it's fine. Have a good day. And I shut the door, shut the door, the other door. And I locked the deadbolt and I, it had an audible click. So I'm sure he was just like, great scared the shit out of her <laughs> at least you didn't unhook the light above your door and i'm like this is how the episode of strangers started <laughs> right well i mean it was light out so it's fine could have done that i just didn't know <laughs> what is it what does she say is tara home is tara there yeah <laughs> no i think you have the wrong house <laughs> no and it was just it was and then i lulled like in the door window you know mm -hmm. I kind of lulled like on the side of it so I could see the corner of his vehicle that he 
like had just pulled in <laughs> just enough into the driveway so that he was in the driveway and uh, waited until he backed up and left <laughs> to make sure he had left I'm like bitch there's so many guns in this house try me <laughs> i need you to remove yourself from my property please <laughs> get off my lawn get off my lawn <laughs> um so that was my encounter with a stranger comfortable <laughs> fuck politeness oh. it definitely wasn't like creepy and he wasn't like he didn't give off a vibe it's of creepy because like, you're alone it doesn't matter what happens exactly i was by myself and so i'm like this is just a random man asking for a person who doesn't live here and i'm and now i'm telling sorry. him that he's not here so you know <laughs> right there's there's no mark here and then i made a point to say we just moved here like we people multiple people just moved here about six months ago so i don't really know anybody in the like on the block other than my neighbors and they're not mark yeah (laughs) it's like okay mark (laughs) it's like okay sorry (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) what was it oh just off the top guys little announcement next two weeks after this episode we're going on a hiatus due to life and family issues but we'll be back after that so we're not going away forever and amanda will still post just on wednesdays being like sorry we're still we're still hi we fucking suck basically is all my posts whenever we miss a week (laughs) but uh bitch busy and uh life happens mm-hmm. so get over it I'm just <laughs> it just turned into one of those like chunks of time where we're like well, there is no way that we can even connect on zoom to, yeah <laughs> to record well i'm i'm flying out somewhere to help with family and then amanda with her work and job and stuff are just like we just can't there's no way to actually physically figure it out because i'm not bringing all my microphone crap on an airplane yep so we be swamped so we're just like you know what we're just gonna take a little break just a everybody little break. takes a break right everybody takes a break sometimes and then uh we'll be back in two weeks and i can't promise better than ever but somewhat mediocre is the best we, we got <laughs> we will resume the the regular content <laughs> i think we'll just say we're gonna shoot for for fuck's sake fridays in two weeks too like, yeah i think we should come back We'll, we'll just say. we'll come back, put our whole fist in it, just and twist. Oh God! Ow! <laughs> I clenched. Yeah, that made my clenched. that made all my all orifices clench, like Dude, everything. Because I don't have my eyebrows like filled in at all, and they're a little sparse in the middle, and they because look like of the, way the light is hitting my face, it's just like I have a bulbous forehead with no eyebrows, and then my eyes are just black. Holes. Oh. <laughs> no, what I decided, I don't like the word holes. I just, holes. I just immediately makes me go. Don't say holes. I think that's just because you're a perv. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. All right. I suppose should we start? Yeah. Our real episode parts. Let's let's do that. I have a story. What? It's got a beginning what and a middle oh my god not so much an end but great because mine's a mystery too so that's good why the fuck not why the fuck not (laughs) so (laughs) i'm telling you about the unsolved murder of Rhonda hinson Rhonda hinson yes okay 
So on the night of December 22nd, 1981, uh, just three days before Christmas, 19-year-old Rhonda Hinson attended her first office Christmas party at Hickory Steel Company. Uh, she had recently graduated from high school in Valdez, North, Car- Valdez, North Carolina, and started a job as a clerical worker for a local steel company. Okay. At around midnight, she and two of her friends left the party and headed home. And at approximately 1230, she dropped off her friends and began the 10-mile drive back home. At 1 a.m., her mother, Judy, woke from a sound sleep with a strange, like, feeling. Mm. Uh, She woke her husband and said she believed that Rhonda had been hurt or possibly killed in a car accident. That intuition, man, that mother's Mm. intuition. It's weird. Her father, Bobby, decided to turn on his police scanner to see if an accident had occurred. And through the radio, they heard that a homicide had occurred. So Rhonda's car was discovered on Mineral Springs Mountain Road. The driver's door was opened and just a few feet away, she was found dead. She was lying on her back with her arms deliberately placed at her sides. She had been killed by a single bullet fired from a high-powered rifle. The bullet had traveled through her trunk, the trunk of her car and her seat and had penetrated her heart. Jeez. It was less than a mile from her home. That's So she was almost home. Almost home. And that is like wild. Mm-hmm. That, that it's like that accurate. I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's accurate. I think it was happened. a, I think it was a stray bullet. We'll get there. Okay. Uh, The vehicle was running and apparently had rolled backwards across the opposite lane into a ditch near the top of the grade of the ditch after Rhonda was shot. Okay. So questions immediately started popping up as to why her body was found outside the vehicle. Did the assailant pull her body from the car? Did Rhonda know her assailant? Was this an act of random violence or a case of mistaken identity? That was me. Um, Okay. (laughs) I'm sorry that like I've been hearing weird noises all day. I'm like, bitch, are we fighting right now? <laughs> Just the ghost knocking on the door. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Hello. <laughs> uh was anyone in the company of the shooter? What was the motive behind the fatal shot? Like they were trying to figure out, like it just didn't make sense that her car was left running, not even put in park. So it was like she either fell out of the car and it rolled backwards, but she was like deliberate she wasn't laying in like a prone fallen down position. Like her arms were at her sides. Like she was laid specific, like laid out. Laid out. <clears throat> so going back a little bit in high school, Rhonda was popular. She was an expert tennis player with many close friends. Several weeks after her graduation, her friends noticed though, that she began to behave very strangely. Although she was normally comfortable driving alone, she began to ask her boss, father bobby to accompany her on trips into town during one of these trips she said that she had something to tell him that it was bad and when he asked her to tell her tell him and explain further she said she'd think about it however she never was able to explain to him what was troubling her that's scary yes her mother judy also recalled a strange conversation she had with her Rhonda asked her if it was ever okay to be in a relationship with a married man Judy said it was never okay because it was only ending people getting hurt. She did not know why Rhonda asked this question. She did not know if Rhonda was asking for herself or a friend. Mm -hmm. 
In the weeks prior to her murder, her parents noticed that she was suffering from insomnia. She also began getting up in the middle of the night and taking showers. She told her mother that she felt dirty. Mm. According to police, this is usually the behavior of someone who has been sexually abused. Right. Someone who either has been sexually abused is like or pressured into something that they didn't mm-hmm. weren't comfortable with or rape. Exactly. Um, the unusual behavior suggested to police that she was under some kind of pressure, but they didn't know who, who it was from. Okay. Uh, what the first, the police at first believed that it was a random act of violence, but then they began to see through their investigation that Rhonda may have known her killer. Her family does not believe she would have stopped her car for a stranger. They believe that she stopped for someone she knew. And when, then they shot her at her as she drove away. Okay. So police also uncovered evidence that suggested that Rhonda was being stalked by someone on the night of her death between 1215 and 1230 AM on the night on that night, a witness drove under the interstate 40 bridge on mineral Springs mountain road. Uh, She observed a blue GM Chevy facing in a northerly direction with two white males inside. The car was parked next to the same off ramp that Rhonda would later use to exit. It was spotted just 30 minutes before Rhonda was shot and just 200 yards from where her body was found. Okay. Later that evening, another witness traveling down the same road passed by a similar blue vehicle with a single man behind the wheel. The vehicle was speeding away from the murder site. As he continued down the road, the witness saw Rhonda's vehicle at the same spot where her body would be found. The witness saw her slumped over the steering wheel with an unidentified man standing at the front driver's side door. The witness was unable to get a close look at the man, assuming that they were a drunk couple. He drove on. Okay. In order to remember more about the sighting, the witness actually did agree to go under hypnosis. Is that, like, reliable? Um, it was in the 80s. Okay. Well, that was when they did all the, like, regression hypnosis for when it was, like, the sexual abuse cases were happening, and they were like, oh, we're going to do the regression hypnosis, and then it's like, everybody said they were being sexually abused as kids. Yeah, it happened in, like, 89. Okay, yeah. So, he described the car leaving the scene as a blue Chevelle, a 70s model with a messed up front end, and a gray primer. He described the man next to Rhonda's car as between 5'10 and 6 foot with a medium build and dark brown hair. The witness also recalled seeing another vehicle parked down the road from Rhonda's vehicle. The car was a black or dark blue Trans Am. Some believe that this car was driven by the killer. Okay. Several uh, prints were found on Rhonda's driver's side door. Investigators believe they, nev- they belong to the killer. However, the prints have never been identified. Oh, Okay. The case continues to be the most investigated case in the history of Burke County Sheriff's Office and remains unsolved. According to Rhonda's mother, foreign DNA was recovered from Rhonda's sweater. However, this DNA has never been matched to a suspect. Uh, Recently, there's been speculation that Rhonda's ex-boyfriend and a friend may have been involved in the murder. However, that theory has not been confirmed. Uh, Throughout the years, hundreds of people have been interviewed by investigators assigned to the case. The file on the Hinson murder contains thousands of documents and has expanded to fill several filing cabinets potential suspects and witnesses have been polygraphed psychics have been called in to assist the crime scene and evidence has been analyzed and reanalyzed yet Rhonda's death and the strange circumstances around it remain a mystery this case was featured on unsolved mysteries in 1989 
It was filmed on location at the actual site where the crime occurred, and many of those involved with the case portrayed themselves. Hoping to gather new information, investigators flew to Los Angeles and fielded telephone calls immediately after the police was the piece was aired. Although the documentary was well-produced and meticulous, attention was given to ensure accuracy during filming. The new leads developed from telephone calls across the country led to dead ends. On January 8, 1982, Governor James B. Hunt issued a proclamation offering a $5,000 reward for information in this case, and that will bring the killer to justice. The town of Valdez is offering a $5,000 reward, along with funds set aside by the Morganton Burt Crime Stoppers and private donations and pledges. The reward exceeds now to $20,000. Oh, wow. Uh, Rhonda's parents, Bobby and Judy Hinson, continue to seek answers. They are frequently in touch with Sheriff McDevitt and investigators who are assigned to work the case. In regards to the killer, they often wonder, does he or she even have a conscience? In their hope, it is their hope that Rhonda's a con- or killer or killers will one day understand the heartache they feel from losing a child in such a senseless manner and come forward. Because that seems to be the only thing that's going to like. Yeah. And I think break the case. So what I think happened is that someone, whether it was someone she was in a relationship with or someone who was like stalking her bad relationship, stalked her that night. And whether they hit her car or they got her to stop and then they got into a fight or she tried to drive away and they shot her or shot at the car trying to get her to stop. And the shot killed her. Happened to. And then they and went they pulled her out trying to do CPR or something and realized that nope, she's dead. Right. And see left. if she was see what how bad the damage was. Right. Yeah. Because that that would make sense to me that she was pulled out because that's like a prone CPR position is the arms to the side laying by on their back. Mm-hmm. You know, so if they moved her that way. Or even just pulling her out from under her shoulders, she'd end up with her arms by her side. Right. On her back. If she's sitting in the seat and they like pull her out with the, under her armpits. Yeah. Best so. way to like scoop. Interesting. That is the case. I just thought it was really interesting that the shot went through the trunk, through the seat, into her heart. Like that had to be a really yeah. high powered rifle too. Well, I mean... Depending on the kind of bullet, too. Mm-hmm. If it's a full metal jacket, it will like buzz right Go through anything. They're yeah. made to. So, um, as long as it's a high caliber one, right at that point. But, like, wow. Eh, wow. I don't think the person was a sniper. So, I feel like it was a lucky shot or unlucky shot, I should say. Right. And I don't necessarily know if they intended to kill her or not, but they did. And then they got it happened. They got away with murder. Moida. Moida. Huh. Interesting. That's my case. Sorry, it wasn't a lot of meat, but I thought it was interesting. Our episode might be short as hell because mine is literally two pages because there is no meat to it, but it's fucking weird. It's okay. I'll tell my coronavirus story at the end. Perfect. (laughs) My (laughs) testing story. Uh, uh, Can we pee quick? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Let's let's pee. Let's do it. Let's pee together. You know, friends who pee together stay together. That doesn't rhyme at all. Sorry, my life is chaos right now. Welcome back. Normally, he's ordering from Famous Dave's for dinner. And normally, I order and pay for it when we order from Famous Dave's because it's expensive and I don't want to hear him bitch about it. 
but he suggested it. So I was like, okay, this is what we normally get. <laughs> when I was looking at the menu, he's like, that's going to be like 80 bucks. I'm like, yeah, that's how much it is. That's why I pay for it. Usually he's like, well, well, I'm like, just fucking order it, Thomas. I swear to God, I'm going to kill him. I swear to God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to murder him. Okay. I love my father. I, lo- I love him. I love my father. He's the reason I'm alive. I love my father. He's the reason I'm alive. <laughs> Keep telling yourself that. I, uh. Okay, hold on. Like Wait, when you're at, flush. It's like when you're at, uh, work and you're like, I love my job. I love my job. I need my job. I can't, I, I can't get fired today. Thank you. <laughs> and it's that TikTok. This family makes me want to murder people. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay your story I'm ready so I don't have like an actual name for this so I'm gonna have to try to figure one out for posting and stuff um so I just called it rogue head Jane Doe (laughs) sounds kinky um and just so you know if you hear another voice in the background it's my dad ordering famous Dave's because he only talks in quiet and screaming volume on the phone so I was gonna say usually it's screaming volume on the phone on the phone sorry continue (laughs) so December 12th of 2014 a middle school boy was walking around his house after he got off the bus he just was like "Eh, go you know explore that's what I do I mean that's what I used to do when I ride the bus not now because I don't ride a school bus now anyway um, I'd ride a bike and then I'd ride my bike around town for a little bit get a little exercise now right? I can barely make it up the street in a bike because I'm fat and old. <laughs> Just to bring this it back is, down. This is fun for me. This is fun. It's a good time. Uh, so during his walk, though, he found something disgusting. Ooh, a dead body? A woman's head. Called it. Uh, her eyes were closed and her mouth was open. Ooh. Like she was yelling. Oh. Or doing something um, else. This is a this is a dead body victim. I I I'm aware. I'm just saying there's other possibilities. This, well, Maybe this isn't she like wasn't an, yelling. Maybe she wasn't yelling. Maybe she was going, "Oh." Yeah, you're right. That's what you meant. I can tell because of who you are as a person. Um there's no Ed Kemper shit happening here. Uh, oh good. Um but this is just what he found. So, obviously, it's he went home. It's not just Ed Kemper. I know, but he's he like the strip one- killers used to freeze their heads and fuck the heads too. okay so. but also i'm just saying everybody knows ed kemper's name bumblebutt ed kemper bumblebutt um <laughs> but yeah anyway so when he got home they called the police and cadaver dogs came out to look for like the rest of the body oh. uh but nothing was found so okay <laughs> so at the morgue things got even weirder weirder Um, than a dead like just a head on a road yep okay i'm telling you there's not a lot of meat to this but it's fucking weird okay i'm Um, ready so when they opened up the eyes they noticed that they had eye caps on which is a tool that morticians use to like hold the eyelids shut after you know embalming them and getting them ready for funerals so they're like okay that's not like huh to keep them shut yeah to keep them shut so that they don't open up anyway um 
so it, it was like okay that's weird but like not super weird I guess whatever um but I mean it's kind of weird yeah but underneath that there were two red rubber bouncy balls instead of eyes I yep we're just Let's just sit in this for a second. Do they, is that something that they use in the morgue if their no. eyes get removed for like donating? No. 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 And they weren't like, they weren't anything that was fancy. Um, well, I could just see at, as you, like, if you're, let's say you donate your organs and they take your eyes, like, I would assume your eyelids would like sink in if they didn't have anything in them. So. But I assume that they would put some sort of glass implement or something in That's, there. Since I mean, I would cold. think so, but maybe it was a janky-ass mortician. It's definitely not really heard of, so it was weird that they found it. Oh, I'm not saying it's not weird. I'm just trying to determine what are the uh, options. Girl. That's kind of the whole story is what I just the picture, fuck? I just, when you say bouncy ball, my mind goes to Pizza Hut when you, they had that game and they had the really bouncy, bouncy balls mm-hmm. that were like kind of rubbery and glow in the dark. You know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about? Yep. Okay. That's where my mind went. And then I remember like putting it in your mouth and spitting it out. So, <laughs> okay. Sorry. Right. So, <laughs> I'm grossed out right now. I am too. <laughs> that's, that's where my mind went. So. Just a little peek ski into the brain of Nielsen. All right. So now let's get into like the nitty gritty details of the case. So the head was found about 10 yards off of Mason Road. No, they didn't find the body, Christina. That was a terrible joke since there was no body to be found. Stupid ass. Uh, Anyway, so they found it off of 10 yards off of Mason Road in Economy, Pennsylvania. So I'm sure it'll be, I'm sure like the name will be something like Pennsylvania Jane Doe or Economy mm-hmm. Pennsylvania Jane Doe or something. But I was like, I don't know what to write for this because it was definitely in like EPJD. Sorry, that's not, I apologize. Uh, you. Ch- <laughs> <laughs> so a very, it was a very rural area uh, with little to no outside traffic most people that actually drove it were just locals that were cutting from one highway to the other unless they lived basically on that road. Okay. Um, When they found the head, they estimated that it had been there for like one to four weeks, but then they found out that it had actually also been embalmed. So they had no timeline as to how long it had been there. There was no animal... um, scavenging or anything on it because of the embalming process because it makes them like basically repel yeah, wildlife it just smells like formaldehyde yeah exactly so they were like it could have been there forever because no animals would have drug it around to like give it any sort of aging at all and the embalming process basically just keeps it in mm-hmm. intact so uh <laughs> they believe it was intentionally put there considering the distance from the road, so it didn't just, like, fall out of a vehicle, like, as weird as that sounds, but they were trying to figure out, like, how the fuck it happened. Did a hearse crash? I did, no. With a dead body in the back. I, right, this is where you they're, know? like, uh, it didn't fall out of a vehicle, and they know that no animals mm-hmm. drug it there, but it was 10 yards away, which is too far for a person to throw a six to eight pound head right Mm because heads are usually like right under 10 pounds um so they're just like right (laughs) 
So they're just like, we don't really know what's going on. Uh, it was determined that she was 50 or older was basically what they could determine for age. Mm-hmm. Um, with short whitish hair and had had major dental um, work done. Uh, some of the articles that I read said that all of her teeth had some sort of work on them. And one of her teeth actually had seven separate things done but to they it. they can't so. find out who she is based on dental records? Nope. Um, the One of the fillings had a compound that was only in use, like, in 2004. And so they know that at least she was alive in 2004. That's about what they know. And when is her head found? 2014. So they don't know... <laughs> I don't understand why they can't use dental records. Uh, they did, but it didn't have any, like, they didn't get any results from anything. Um, they just know, like, the compound fillings. They don't know where she's from, Christina. Oh, so it could be any... In the state. Okay. Does it, yeah, it could be, like, from fucking anywhere. Well, in Pennsylvania and New Jersey are, like, right next to each other, too. So depending on where it is in Pennsylvania, because she could have been cross state lines. Okay, mm-hmm. got it. Um, she was also found to have medication traces in her body. Somehow they were able to find that out. Um, I'm assuming hair and -hmm. stuff, but it was lidocaine and atropine. So heart medication, Mm -hmm. um, which made them theorize that she may have died naturally. And this was some weird, like after death thing that someone did, um someone because, dug up her body or something or yeah because it was digging up bodies and or something they were like maybe that's this because she had like dosage enough to show dosages of these heart medications so she had like a severe heart condition mm-hmm. um salt lake city's ios forensic inc uh was hired to test the woman's isotopes because they were trying to just figure out any way to link her to somewhere Mm -hmm. So they were like, isotopes, that'll show where she's lived in the last like year or so, right? Um, She had moved multiple times in the last few months of her life, basically, right around the like Allegheny Mountain area. So it was like, just in that stretch, but it showed that there were multiple places she had been in that area within the last seven months of her life. Okay. Um, The balls were made in China. Uh, the investigators found that they were very similar to the ones that you could get out of the quarter machines back in the day. So when you said that, I was like, from Pizza Hut. <laughs> the quarter machines. The quarter machines. Um, and the investigators even called the Chinese embassy to try to narrow down where the ball had come from there. Like they would know anything about where it was, but they were like, okay, maybe if we can figure out like where these shipments had been, maybe they have like some sort of a tracking whatever but of course they don't so they got nowhere with that but they tried um some say that the embalming process destroyed all of the dna uh so testing was impossible but then there were others that said that they were able to extract dna like some of the Mm -hmm. articles i read um and they put it into the fbi's missing person program with no hits that's basically but i don't have any uh actual definitive anything on either of those so right I don't fucking know. Who knows? I'm just, I'm just reporting what I read. Uh, <laughs> investigators contacted medical schools, mortuaries, funeral homes, trying to see if there had been a body that showed up that had no head, as if somebody maybe 
tried to sell them to like a cadaver to a medical school and it had been beheaded or if, Mm -hmm. you know, just trying anything they can do to figure it out. And that was nothing. Um, The head also appeared to have been severed professionally. So it was just quotes by some of the professionals that they talked to about it. They were like, it was cut in a perfect place to maintain like any sort of spinal alignment. It was cut. Basically they were just like, this had to be somebody who knew what they were doing. I wonder if her body was like donated to science. And then when they disposed of it, it just, the head got (laughs) escaped, (laughs) escaped. I don't know. So let's talk about theories that I read. Because we're that's it. That's all the information we have. Okay. That's all I could find. Um, was she part of the organ donation program or something? Um, and that's why her eyeballs were gone, like you had said. Uh, but mostly they only take the cornea when they do eyeball donations. So it's just literally the lens on the top of the eye. It's not mm-hmm. like the entire eyeball. It's rare that they take the whole eyeball. Um, and even if they did, it wouldn't be a legit person if they <laughs> if they put in the rubber balls. They're like, this is some, some shady shit. So like you said, I don't know, maybe it's a shady mortician. Right. Or they ran out of what they're supposed to use and they're like, meh. Right. That's about the work. It's about the right size. Um, no one will know. <laughs> <laughs> because they felt that the beheading had been professional and they used the eye caps like a mortician would. Mm-hmm. They thought that maybe it was a body broker. So a body broker, if people don't know, is somebody who collects bodies and body parts and sells them for a profit. It's really weird and it is technically legal, which is really fucking weird to me. Um, but yeah, so that's like a lot of my things dug deep into that and talked about other cases with body brokers, like the more mortuary that was giving out fake ashes do you remember reading about that yeah my yeah yeah it that was a body broker type of situation or um ones where they were legitimately just like stacking bodies on top of each other instead of keeping them in a like hygienic fashion to Mm -hmm. do the like donations um that sort of stuff they went into all that and I was like nah um I'm not gonna jump into these other detailed cases right now because I felt like it was silly but it was it's interesting it's an interesting thing that's legal and I don't understand why and I don't like it yeah and it's like it's legal to a point so if you're doing it in the way that you're supposed to it's fine but when you're doing stuff like falsely saying that you're giving people ashes and you're not because you're selling their parent their like parents and loved ones body parts um, right that's fucked up hey that's illegal that's illegal for sure maybe it was murder was another theory um they believe this is unlikely though because of the being embalmed and all of that stuff they think that it's more likely that it was someone tampering with things or some weird happenstance type of situation right um it could have been part of a like black market organ trade situation where it was undocumented because they did it underground and then they were trying to dispose, but why would they then embalm? You know, I'm like, it's eh. like a weird, like, man, I don't know about that. They've pretty much ruled out the grave robbing thing though. Um, I'm not really sure why or how I think they think that 
it was too well intact to be something that had been dug up from being somewhere, but also they don't know. So I don't know how they ruled it out. Yeah, I don't know. That seems like how they can rule anything out. I I don't understand unless they... Right. It doesn't so make I don't sense. know. And like you said, they're the final and most likely in my mind uh, theory is it's just a shifty-ass funeral home. Um, and they work with yeah. bro- body brokers all the time, like mm-hmm. as much as you don't want to imagine it, but they do. And so I'm sure it was something about transport and somehow something got loose and, and something happened. Maybe she was a transient, which is why she moved all over the place. So like she, she didn't have mm-hmm. anyone to claim her and it was with a body broker or whatever. So, yeah. Well, in one of the like little tiny clips that I watched about it because there was like nothing that was substantial anywhere <laughs> about it. Uh, the girl kind of like thought maybe you know she could have been moving around because she had this heart condition so she was staying with family to like take care of her and stuff so it could be that she was moving around the area for that Mm -hmm. um but I was like that's way too just like speculative speculative to just assume for any reason right um, other than just the fact that she had heart medication in her system which Mm -hmm. a lot of people do yeah um but yeah so that's that's it that's all the fucking information i have that was a good story though it was weird i know i don't like it why is their head just hanging out for no like there should be an explanation for that and i have no idea where i found it because it was something that just like popped into my head and i was like did i make this up or is this a real thing (laughs) so then i like looked up rubber balls and eye sockets severed head and then this came up i was like oh i must have it up (laughs) i'm glad i did not make that up (laughs) i mean it sounds like something i might have had a dream about it it does because i'm fucked up i don't know she has fucked up dreams all the time i don't Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. sometimes i'm like you need to stop telling me i don't want to hear it anymore i don't don't like it i don't like it stop talking yeah Uh, i got my uh my uh first vaccine shot for the COVID-19 oh good for you good for you girl yeah I just figured it might as well whatever let's shoot my body up with something else it's (laughs) It's (laughs) like that TikTok we did you sent me that the girl was just like honestly I don't care if they have a microchip in the vaccine if I'd let them shove an iPad up my butt if it meant I could go get drunken at Applebee's again yes and then the (laughs) other one was am I worried about what's in the COVID shot I once took a pill from a girl in a college bathroom do I know what kind of pill it was no she said hey do you want to take this pill? And I was like, yeah, where'd you find it? She's like, bottom of my purse. I took it. Woke up four days later in New Orleans in the same clothes I had on that night with a hurricane in my hand, dancing with people that I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Am I worried about what's in the COVID shot? No. <laughs> and it's the other people that are just like, Am I worried about coronavirus? No. I literally did this, that like drank yeah. out of a lake, da 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 da. Yeah. My, I have an immune system of steel (laughs) see i don't no you do not (laughs) let's just let's just be safe about it right my my somebody said something and i was like listen i'm probably gonna die alone so fertility issues meh 
what's the other rumor that you turn into alligators i mean i could be an alligator um <laughs> that's a rumor yeah the Brazil- i just heard that a bunch of people old people died in norway when they first started putting them out no the president of brazil came out and said that the covid shot turns you into alligators sounds or like maybe. the president of brazil <laughs> needs to lay off on the pills found at the bottom of people's purses if you know I, <laughs> if you know what i'm saying <laughs> well i got the shot and i scared the shit out of all the registered nurses in that fitting room in Target. And that is a sentence that I never thought I would say. <laughs> nice. So the vaccine, you you go in, at you check in at the pharmacy, and then they're like, everyone who's scheduled at 4 o'clock, you can go stand in line at the um, fitting rooms. And then they have the fitting room set up as little, like, vaccine rooms, basically. Okay. So um, there was only like four of us. So we were all standing in line and we all went into our own rooms and um, I'm sitting in the room and the nurse comes in and she preps me and, you know, they ask you all the questions, blah, 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 blah. And so she does the shot and I'm feeling fine. And she sits in there for a couple minutes and then she gets up and she's like, okay, I'm going to set the timer. And then when it goes off, you can just leave. Cause you, they set the timer for like 15 minutes just to make sure that there's no like immediate, like anaphylactic spasmatic shock right like you don't have some sort of allergic reaction to this so she's standing in the door and she goes are you feeling okay and I'm like yeah is it weird that I can taste it (laughs) her face went she went ghost white and then she went what (laughs) I was like I can taste it um and she's like what do you mean you can taste it and I was like it tastes like metallic-y, like salt watery metallic-y in the back of my throat. I can taste it and I can taste it immediately. And she goes, um, uh, are you feeling okay? And I'm like, I feel fine. It just, I got a weird taste in my mouth now. And she goes, um, okay, uh, let me go get someone. And she goes and gets another nurse. And I was like sitting there like, I'm, I'm assuming they think I'm having a reaction or whatever. I'm like, great. I'm going to be here for four fucking hours. And (laughs) the nurse comes over and she's like, what's going on? And I'm like, I can taste it. She's like, what do you mean you can taste it? And I'm like, in my mouth, in my mouth, I can taste the vaccine. Like it's, it's a weird metallic-y taste. And she goes, oh, um, uh, okay. Don't panic. (laughs) Like, I'm not panicking, ma'am. Are you panicking? I'm not panicking. Are you panicking? I feel like it's you. I feel like now I need to panic. Are you panicking? She's like, she's like, no, no, uh, I'm gonna go look in the book just to see if that's listed anywhere. And she the other's like, I'm gonna just take your blood pressure just to make sure that that's and I'm like, I feel fine, guys. Like there's so she's like checking my pulse and checking my blood pressure, and I'm just sitting there like uh, so I should have just kept my mouth shut. And then this nurse, the older, an older nurse walks by and she goes, what's going on? And the nurse is like, she can taste it. <laughs> and the nurse is like, <laughs> the older nurse is like, can you taste it when they put an IV in you? And I'm like, yeah, it tastes the same way. It's that's exactly what it tastes like. It's like a metallic-y weird, like, and the nurse goes, she can just taste the saline. And the other nurse is like, what? And she's like, it's a weird thing. Some people can taste saline when they put a saline flush. So when you have the vaccine, like there's like a ounce or so of saline to flush like the path basically. And then the virus or the vaccine is behind that saline. 
Mm-hmm. So the saline goes in and then the vaccine goes in and I could taste the saline. And that's what it was. I was just tasting the saline from the shot. And the nurse is like, she's fine. She just, she's tastes the saline. Everybody calm down. Apparently it's not a thing that everybody, my mom is like, no, I don't taste it. My dad's like, no, that's weird. I don't taste it. everybody I've asked now is like, no, I've never tasted that when they've had an IV. And I'm like, is it just me? Because I can literally, I'm the weird one. And the the older nurse is like, no, I can too. It's like the minute the, they do a vaccine, like, or do a saline solution flush, I can taste it. And she's like, no, it's just really rare. Some people can taste it and other people can't. I'm like, I just thought everybody tasted it. And she's like, no, I I thought it was normal. I thought that was a thing. And she's like, no, it's not, it's not a thing, but some people can do it. And I'm like, huh, huh. (laughs) like well and the other nurse is like I've been doing vaccines since January and I haven't had a single person have a reaction (laughs) and then I'm like oh shit now what's gonna happen what does that mean she's like I read through the book last night because I was sitting at home going you know I haven't had a single reaction and I haven't refreshed myself on what the symptoms are I should probably just flip through that and make sure. And then she's like, that's why my, I think my face went blank. Cause I was immediately trying to flip back into that book in my head going, was that listed somewhere? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. <laughs> Lord almighty. Oh. Christina, you baffle the medical community on a regular basis. I do. It's quite fun. <laughs> my uh, surgeon called me for my ankle the other day and was just like, Hey, your appointment's not for another three weeks, but I just wanted to know how your foot is. And I was like, oh, uh, it's fine. It's better. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, is it healing? Does it feel a little bit normal? Like the, I'm like, yeah, the only thing is, is I think it's because of where the tear was in the tendon that it's still really tender sometimes when I walk too much because it's mm-hmm. like scarred where the repair is is like rubbing on the joint because it's right wrapped around the joint he's like yeah I was afraid of that he's like that's just gonna take a while to heal and I was like I thought so and so I mean blah 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 blah. and we just kind of chatted for a bit I was like whose surgeon just randomly calls them two months after surgery to see how they're doing I'm like the one that you've paid for their fucking boat (laughs) (laughs) I have earned this customer service (laughs) calls me with his direct cell phone to check in on my foot because bitch i bought you your retirement package okay right (laughs) you have a nice little nest egg just from (laughs) miss nielsen over here oh shit yep sounds about right i'm really looking forward to i'm got i got pfizer and my sister got moderna we got our shots on the same day and my brother got Pfizer too, and his he's supposed to have his shot the week I'm out there. And mm. according to him, because everybody, the second one, yeah, everybody at his job that has had it, there he's like sixty percent of them have all gotten like violently ill after the second Pfizer shot, and it's only lasted for a couple of days. But like, mm. and I think it's your body, even though there's not a live vac, there's not a live virus in it. It's your body fighting it or whatever well it's just like the flu shot some people yeah. get sick the next day like that's just right so I'm like cool I'm probably gonna be one of those people that gets violently ill awesome I'm really excited about it just what I want and now watch I'm not gonna have any symptoms at all wouldn't that be nice <laughs> that'd be wonderful be wonderful oh uh, all right kids all right should we wrap this bitch up yeah Chris just got home <gasps> Christoph. 
I got to tell him about my stranger danger. Do it. <laughs> tell him. I, tell him. I'm going to. Jeez. Stop pressuring me. Have a good right. pressure. Well, okay. thanks for listening, guys. Again, oh. we're going to. Sorry, continue. I'm so, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go. go ahead. I had a thought. It I was had nothing to do with the podcast, so I'm going to let you finish wrapping it up. Why is everybody in my life like that? Susan has a thought. She has to say it right then. Chris has a thought. He has to say it right at that moment. You have a thought. You have to say it right then. I'm like, but I catch myself and go, nope, I'm sorry. That was rude. Continue. I apologize. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I just got really excited and it came out, but you continue. I'll wait. Okay. So I was just going to say, remember, we're taking the next couple weeks off just to regroup and yes. take care of stuff so that we're, was all i was gonna say we're gonna un we're gonna spread no i don't know where we're I'm still sp- spreading we're just, ourselves we're just spreading ourselves a little too thin is yep, what's happening so. here we're spreading ourselves too much <laughs> so we're needing to just like regather just scoop it back in a pot again <laughs> spread it out a little thicker you know what i mean <laughs> oh lord okay thanks for Bye. Yep. Bye, guys. Mm-hmm.